Uh, hi guys, I'm uh, Steve Durgan. <laughs> Welcome. This is uh, this is the professionals. Really happy you're here. Oh, how's my? Do you guys like my Steve Durgan impression? <laughs> oh, that was you, Justin. Yeah, that was not Steve Durgan. Oh, I, I thought was that was me. You thought I, you were talking? I know. It's pretty good. It's I was concerned good. we were switching campaigns for a second. I've learned new yeah. system. Yeah, I was. Thank you for the panic attack. Uh, look, <laughs> that's, what I'm here for. that's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, I am obviously never here. So mm. what am I doing here? Yeah, what are you doing here? No, I'm asking, I'm asking that question, here? honestly. What am I doing here? What are you doing here? I don't know how I got here and I don't know how to get out. <laughs> um, no, Gus, Gus let us know that a, a big work thing came up. And he was like, can't be there tonight. Can't pretend to be a waterbender. Tried. They said, that doesn't matter. And so was, <laughs> Gus was like, I got to I gotta bounce. Uh, and worse. so... No, spe- specifically, he said, they said, you're, pretend- you're like the blue people? The blue people? Said? <laughs> you're pretending so to be those lost. blue people? I'm three different so, battles yeah. today. We lost <laughs> That is, that yeah. is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so traditionally what happens a lot of times when someone misses is uh, if we can prepare for it ahead of time, we'll usually find some way to write that character out of that that episode. Um, but when it happens like this and it's just random, we'll just play a goofy one shot. Uh, we've played one last job where we stole the Shroud of Turin from the Pope. That was fun. Um, what else did we do? Oh, we played... Um, you awaken in a strange place. That was a good mm-hmm. one as well. Sexy uh, battle wizards. Sexy battle wizards. That was. I still don't know how I feel about that. I have that was very time. mixed feelings. That was a time. Tonight, we are playing a game that I I got as a part of a bundle on itch.io called "I Want Your Pact" by Alyssa. I don't think the Alyssa that is in our Discord and hangs out there. And listen to the show, but on Alyssa so cool. somewhere. Um, For all you Alyssa's out there, <laughs> I want your back. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read just the first page where it sets up the the story, and then we'll get into. Uh, you know what I think is funny? There's a there's gonna be a moment where all your characters come onto the scene, and I think that's when you'll introduce them, introduce some of the mechanics, and tell us. But uh, here is what this game is about. I want your pact. Uh, obviously I'm GMing tonight uh, when Steve and I were trying to figure oh, yeah. this out we were like Steve so was like I you know let's do a one page type thing and I'm like great uh, I usually pick up rules pretty quickly so I'm, I'm happy to, to step in and, and uh, lead the charge tonight as it were uh, so here's what I want your pact is all about the runes team with monsters all but the most foolhardy adventurers avoid them, and few have made it through to the ancient tower at the center, and none have made it to the top, where a planar rift spews unheard of creatures and allows powerful entities to keep tabs upon the mortal realm. Or rather, none have, until now. A single adventurer, a would-be warlock, has reached the rift, and in doing so, attracted the attention of several potential patrons." mighty supernatural entities willing to exchange a piece of their power for the adventurer's service and let's face it bragging rights over the other entities i will be playing that would-be warlock who makes it to the top of the tower and these other four will be playing the patrons trying to vie for my attention 
and give me a pact at the end of this. It is basically The Bachelor. And I'm so very excited. And as someone who's binged a lot of bad reality TV, I am also very excited. <laughs> the minute I like, I read the setup, I was like, this is so funny. And I hope I get to play this one day. And I'm so glad that we're getting to do that. Here we are. So it's happening. Um, it's happening. It's here. Um, if you went on a reality TV show like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, what would your shtick be? Right, because like every every person isn't actually that person. Like, there's always some like character that they're playing. What would your shtick be? If you, Can were I tell you, what, I thought about this far too much. I thought about this far too much. <laughs> because I have this grand plan for my life where I'm going to be jumping from reality TV show to reality TV show in hopes of getting some morsel of fame. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think it's really wild that nobody on Survivor yet has just attempted to sleep with every other contestant. <laughs> You're telling me they're going to vote you out if you are romantically involved. Entangled with everybody. Right. So if you just form the first polycule on Survivor, you're probably going to win. Sure. I, that's smart. That's smart. Uh, Survivor, if you're listening to this, uh, Bill Jinkies would be an excellent candidate. for. I have to say though, Survivor, if you are listening, no, you weren't because they disqualify people. If you publicly talk about auditioning for the show. Whoa! Oh, really? Yeah, that's crazy. Take this down right away. That's, yeah. So wait, I'm just guys. I'm, actually, <laughs> I need you guys to on that show. <laughs> I, we are on Twitch. This is live, so that's oh, I control the Twitch. They, Twitch they didn't hear anything. Don't snitch. We start from checkpoint. We start Twitch. from checkpoint. We start from checkpoint. <laughs> 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 All right. So we got Kill strats. Uh, what about the rest of you? What's what's your shtick? On a reality TV show, um, probably mine would be like something kooky, like ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you bring that's the one so, down for me? So specific. <laughs> I just always have ketchup on me, like, like a packet yeah. of ketchup, or like covering yeah, like, you. Yeah. you. Very Maybe clear branding decision. Taco yeah. Bell. Mm, that's different. Just always having Taco okay. Bell. Let's go Diablo sauce for Taco Bell. Okay. Let's okay. go to that. I like you just that. like have a packet of it on all times. Yeah. And like I sit down and you're up and like, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's my Diablo sauce. That's I always have it on me. It's been like, Danny, did you sit in something? Danny, did you? I keep it in my back pocket to keep it warm. It's got to be warm. That'd be my Diablo thing. sauce. That's not hot enough, folks. We need that. That'd be my whole thing. <laughs> I guess no it doesn't have enough of them. You could have multiple <laughs> uses of it across the season. You could be like yeah. the person who comes in clutch because you have to like spruce up a bad meal. And you've got yeah. the Diablo yeah, sauce and it works out. Maybe someone threatens me, just squirt it in their eyes. <laughs> squirt it in their eyes. That's what I was Versatility. thinking. Versatility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could, yeah, you the could lace it. The Diablo sauce guy. You could lace it with cocaine and then plant that evidence on someone else. <laughs> you have a white contestant you hate. You can take her out. <laughs> oh, exactly. They really probably like die. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got Diablo sauce, so I don't know about them. <laughs> and our contestant from Canton, Ohio. Very, very, very white person. 
is so funny. <laughs> How about the uh, Steve, Nikki? What would your what would your shtick be if Ooh. you were on a reality TV show? What do you, what do you think, Nikki? You got something? I don't really know. I guess I would just always have my phone on me and be researching stuff. Ooh, I like it. That's the meta Google, and very the Google fair. Google Guru. <laughs> I like it. Google Guru. Yeah. Google Guru. The Google Guru. The Guru. <laughs> I mean, that's that's actually a very interesting role to play. That would bring some some new elements into things. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, what? No. What have they been up to recent researching most recently, and how is that going to come into play in this challenge? And. You're the We're one who doesn't on Survivor. Like best pick of the litter on the internet. What do oh you, you said Fiverr? I said you're I said you're the one contestant on Survivor who for some reason just has her iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> That's they amazing. banned that in season four. Okay, you cannot bring personal items anymore. <laughs> amazing. Well, that rules well, out hot dog packets if we do Survivor, but Yeah. But apart from <laughs> Bachelor, easy. Nice. I think if I have a shtick, it's it's like trying to chameleon my way into success. Mm. So like whatever the contestant seems to be into or want, mm. I'm just gonna like really try to project gas- that ASAP. You'd gaslight them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well that's cool. part of it. Gaslighting <laughs> okay. is only part of the toolkit. It's only part of the charm. So okay. your shtick would be gaslighting. <laughs> You're every you know, high school gym boy. Sounds a lot like my ex right sure. now, Steve. Are you okay? <laughs> I mean, I don't feel okay at this specific moment when you ask that. Probably because you asked that. <laughs> I'm, but I'm taking diligent notes. Oh. I'm taking notes. Oh, I was no. okay with myself until other people made me not okay with myself. <laughs> oh no, that's the worst. Things were going great when I was ignorant. <laughs> oh, naivety. I has there ever been like on The Bachelor like a true nerd? Yeah. 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 Not someone like pretending when. to be a nerd, but like hmm. like I just oh, yeah. want to play TTRPGs with the rest of the cast. <laughs> oh, that'd be such a fun episode. Ooh. That yeah. would have to happen on The Bachelorette because on The Bachelor, they do spend four hours in makeup daily. Maybe that's when we do it. During makeup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could Why work. not? <laughs> yeah, why not? What else? We, we're just sitting there. Yeah? Yeah. May as well roll some dice. Might as well roll some, some dice. Hand. dice. Yeah. yeah. Shadows, some <laughs> ice. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you for that. Uh, I'm going to set the scene. And then we're going to introduce your your patrons. Um, it is the top of a, a dark tower, black obsidian spires that go up to the heavens. There's a, a lightning storm and flash in the background. And uh, coming up the stairs to the top of the tower, uh, in in um, like very plain clothes, is uh, a man. He's he's not terribly large. He's rather skinny, maybe like five four, pretty skinny. He's got these big thick bottle glasses on. And uh, when he gets to the top of the tower, uh, there is a, a booming voice that that echoes 
and says, Welcome, Mortimer Orlando, to I Want Your Pact. And I just look around like, what is, I don't know what's happening. Now, introducing your patrons. And who would like to do this first? This is what is part of the game called the Grand Entrance. Where you all get to arrive one by one, taking the center stage to introduce yourselves. Now, at the end of the grand entrance, I get to award points to the person who I think had the best introduction. I give two points to the best patron and one point each to the next two runners up. And since there's four of us, one person's feelings are going to get very hurt. Yep. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh yeah. I'll go first. I have a concept. We're running with this. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Question. Have you guys watched The Bachelor? Has anybody watched? Yes. Yes. I've seen some episodes. Yeah. Are you aware of how the, the main introduction works? Typically, it is the man who looks like every other man ever standing there yeah. in a suit. And the women come in a limo. And they have some yeah. cheesy one-liner to present themselves to him. Then they walk into the house with the other 86 women who all look like each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we're setting the scene. Right at the top of this tower, and a limo pulls up, and, you... <laughs> and it kind of sounds like twinkling piano music is playing. Okay, as this limo pulls up, and the door swings open, and out burst two very large red ostrich feather burlesque fans. You cannot see a person behind them just yet. Love it as this as they begin walking towards Mortimer, and it goes, but up. Fan, fan, but um, fan, fan, but um, fan, fan. Fan opens, you see nobody. But if you look down, standing six inches is Mortimer's old pet rat. But the rat's got a boob job now. That's pretty cool. Uh, and what the is, rat yeah, what is, is the rat's wearing, name? Well, first of all, the rat is not the rat that you once knew, Mortimer. I would like to apologize profusely. This rat is a changed woman. She's standing in the fairy godmother's dress from Shrek 2 when she sings I Need a Hero with the same blue eyeshadow and the same pompadour with her gray hair. It's the gray rat, mind you. And she extends her hand and says, Mortimer, it's been too long, my dear. You might have known me as Sophia, but my people know me as srat short for sexy rat but we'll keep it simple you can call me miss srat if you're nasty but not like that because i practically raised you and that'd be really gross so how about srat does that work for you Uh, um i don't i don't know if i'm super comfortable calling you srat but um what what is happening right now we're gonna win your soul. It's really you're gonna love it. Just wait till they explain the rules. And the fans come back and conceal Sprat, and the music plays off, and you hear her heels clicking against the black, <laughs> and the limo disappears, and the fans appear, and well, there's Sprat. Sprat. We have our first patron. Um, I would like to know. Well, let's let's get into it. Uh, who's next? I can walk up. It's very different. 
I imagined. I expected it to be different. <laughs> Is this the benchmarking process? I feel feel like less oriented than before now that someone's gone first. <laughs> Just roll with it. Just roll with it. I'm rolling with it. All right. So I'm I'm down with coming out of that same limo. Just like waiting for you to have your moment. Um, it's a limo. I mean, there's plenty of room in there. Uh, it takes a while. You hopefully, if you're the generous type, you kindly assume that it's just because the person inside had to walk or crawl all the way from the back of the long limo to the front of the limo and then get out. Uh, and he bumps his head on his way out. And uh, knocks off his uh, flat top bro hat. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and it, you just see someone who looks essentially like Hercules um, getting out of this limo. Okay. All right. Okay. And there's just over like a booming loudspeaker. It's like, introducing Spicy Jake. <laughs> hey. Just looking around. What's up? I'm Jake. Uh, uh M- Mortimer, good to meet you. Hey, I can do this thing. And so Jake just immediately de-shirts, very sculpted, with one hand, like very quickly, efficiently, and thoroughly. Like you, you see this like mapped out pattern of movement. That's like clearly this is a trained skill refined mm-hmm. over many years of t- of practice. Like with one hand, perfectly applies tanning lotion to his whole upper body and the other hand trails it applying sunscreen. Now you have no idea offhand whether or not that's even a compatible or a good idea. For sure. This is a skincare thing recommended on TikTok. What's trending? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But he sells it so hard that you're convinced you should probably apply both yourself. Both. I don't even know if there's myself. a star or multiple stars here or none, but it seems important the way he executes this tanning lotion sunscreen combo. And um, by the time he's done, he's like panting, but still trying to like, you know, puff out his chest and seem like that was effortless. And he just looks at you, puts his hat back on and raises his eyebrows an unnecessary amount of times. So, yeah, I'm Jake. That's that's something I can do. And my thing is that like I'm chill. So. okay, chill. I could be here. I could I could not be here, but I I will win. Great. Okay. All right. Uh, good to meet you, Spicy. Do Jake. I just like sit? Do I sit over there? That's cool. I just got here, and apparently there's a game show happening. I don't. Um, I don't know what's happening. Maybe sit over there. He pulls the hat off just to like run a hair through his bro flow haircut, meticulously oh. styled with just the right amount of product to achieve of an effortlessly tousled look. And, and then he and puts tanning it back lotion on. and sunscreen. Yes, of course. Some of that will get in there. And then he just puts the hat back on carefully and then sits down. Wonderful. Who's who's up next? Um I I can go next. Okay. Alright, so here's what happens. The first limo drives off. A second limo comes, parks in front of the thing. The limo driver comes out and walks around and opens the door mm-hmm. and looks confused. And then you hear footsteps coming from around the block. <laughs> and you see this white man come into view. The first thing you see are his red vans. 
Okay. And then you see is a little tad baggy, but not too baggy, Levi jeans. Donning this navy blue blazer over a black shirt, black t-shirt that says, Got Jesus? His face, because really his face is the only, you know, actual part of his body that is of note because he's a very modest man as you can see he's wearing long jeans and a long obviously yeah his face looks somewhere between a nervous hamster and an infant child and Mortimer you've seen Juno you've seen this band yeah I love you've seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World this is literally Michael Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) and you see him walking up to you um, the limo driver looks at him, confused, like, oh, I, look, I look like a block away. I walk. You can just go. He's holding his phone in his hand. And he turns, looks, and he goes, uh, Mortimer, is it? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to, like, win you over or something? And and give me, I think it's, give me power. You're my patron. Give power? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I get it. I, I can probably do that. You probably know who I am. Um, I love your. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mister Sarah. I'm not him anymore. Oh. All right, you can call me Christ, Jesus Christ. I'm him now. Just sort of gained it along the way. Oh. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm here now, I've... and I heard about this happening. Um, my agent uh, texted me and said, "Hey, you should probably get this done." I was I... like, "Okay." I've got so many like existential questions to ask but maybe we can get to know each other a little better through this you know what i think i can fit you in at my my three o'clock is free so we can we can fit you in there it's fine oh okay um okay i just assumed that you were a part of this game show and would i am be here all right i'm just gonna walk past you into we have suite set up i I think yeah I think so. Yeah. All right. You look lovely, by the way. I love your shoes. Thank you. I just I I dug up some dead with this outfit. Oh. All right. I'll be seeing you. Okay. Good. And he yep. walks past you. And I know none of us have said this yet, but maybe I'd like to start a trend. I just want to say the third attribute that I've created. Oh yes. <laughs> Is. <laughs> it's- it's called evangelical manipulation. Okay. Love it. Um, so, <laughs> the way this game works, there are playbooks. Uh, you have you have every playbook has three attributes. Two are already chosen based on the playbook, and one you get to write in. Danny has written in evangelical manipulation, which is pretty Sorry, good. Mom. Which is just pretty good. It's pretty good. Let's uh, spicy Jake and Srat. What was your third written in attribute? Mine was really soft fur. <laughs> <laughs> who could who could say no? Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. in a stunningly similar lane, I just put eyebrows, <laughs> <laughs> which may or may not be soft, but. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that when I wrote it in, if I'm honest. I oh I would that like to just be, give me a run for my money. I just have I have one I have one follow-up question. Um just one, which is I hope eyebrows is your plus three attribute. And oh yeah. Your, okay, good. good. 
Yeah. Good. Very good. Very good. Um, last but not least, uh, who is the last patron that shows up? So as you're wondering this, fireworks just start going off outside. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes a pretty nice show. Lots of different little fireworks. Like, like it's celebrating like you think for a moment. You only have these three patrons. And then suddenly the fireworks start inside. Not, not dangerously, just the, the look of them. <laughs> <laughs> One of these fireworks like burst and from it, a, a tiny little fairy appears. <laughs> smaller than Srat? Yes, <laughs> smaller than Srat. <laughs> and she's just like so excited. It's like, hi, I'm Clara the fairy. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> Ah, uh, Clara, it's very good to meet you as well, too. Uh, you seem the most well-adjusted of everyone I've met so far. Do you know what's happening? Well, we're here to, like, help you out. I, okay. See, so you, you basically, you get to pick one of us and we'll guard you forever. Okay, all right. Great, and then the voice goes, All right, Mortimer, you've met your patrons. Why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself before we get into the first challenge? And uh, there's like an unseen force that pushes Mortimer up to like a pedestal standing in front of a four of you. And he's like, oh, um, uh, hi, uh, my name is Mortimer Orlando. Um I, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I'm not sure what's happening right now. Um, I just want power. I I want to be able to raise the dead, so that I can help people who have lost their family have one final moment with their lost loved ones. Oh, gags. Okay. All right. Uh, Jake is misty eyed. <laughs> wow, that's like really deep. It's deep. Uh, do I? I'm looks up into the air. Do I? Uh, what happens now? Well, now they're going to compete for your attention for our first challenge. <laughs> You're going to go on a group date. <laughs> oh. Everyone knows one of the first things that every warlock needs to be able to do is fend themselves off from goody two-shoes adventurers. And there's a a crack of thunder and you find yourselves no longer on top of the tower. Uh, You find yourselves uh, in an arena. And uh, Mortimer is uh, in a cage. In the middle of this arena. All right, contestants, in just a little bit, we'll be opening up the gates, and a bunch of adventurers are going to rush in and try and kill your warlock. What do you do to protect them? Uh, Before we get into this, I guess I should give out points for the best (laughs) introduction. (laughs) Who are you going to hurt, Justin? Who am I going to hurt? 
Is this like a talking heads cut? Like, is it like just Mortimer? It could be. Let me, let's do that. How about this? I'm going to give you all one last chance, which is let's do a talking heads round. What is your first impression of Mortimer Orlando? So we cut to Spicy Jake. I mean, definitely looks great. Um, You know, like would, would totally, you know, spend time with him. Uh, Good choice of shoes. It's chill, you know? I mean, if if he's chill, I'm chill. You know, I've got so much chill that the chill always, the chill always gets him, you know? But if it's not the chill, it's the muscles historically. So that's fine with me. I'm fine with that. Um, but whatever he likes, I'm chill. I'm down. I'm going to win this. Just stares at the camera. For an uncomfortable amount of time. <laughs> yeah, that's all I had, yeah, that's all I had to say. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it cuts to Clara. He seems so cool. I'm, I'm really glad that this is who I'm supposed to be guarding. I mean... It does kind of suck that it was the last one there. I'm really serious about this. I promise. This time I'm going to show them. Um, <laughs> it cuts to Michael. And he's just on his own. I guess. Oh, what was that? Oh, I mean, he seems cool. I mean, to be honest, I was kind of surprised when they called me for this because I'm literally Jesus Christ. <clears throat> you know, have I told you the story about how I got there? No, no. I haven't? Oh, well, you know, it was basically because of my method acting, you know? You know, Vigo kicked a helmet, De Niro talked to a mirror. I literally got slapped by Rihanna. And soon after, I became God. So, yeah, um, that's basically it. But yeah, Mortimer, um, he seems, he seems fine. Goes back on his phone. Hard <laughs> cut to Sprat on a chaise lounge. Um, <laughs> Sipping a rat-sized martini, going. Mm. I missed when he was squishing bugs in his childhood bedroom. Just seems like such a downgrade. Sipping martinis still. I mean, raising the dead. At least there's some potential there. It's not all gone. Hard cut away. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna give. I'm going to give two points to Srat and one point to literally Michael, Sarah, and Clara the fairy. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry, Jake. I'm sorry. This this is your round. You got the next round. Douchebags don't get points. Sorry. Bro. I didn't mean you, Steve. I meant Jake. (laughs) Jake. Uh, We... We cut back to the arena uh, as there is a, a buzzer that's going three, two, one, and the gates open, and a, a horde of, of righteously armored adventurers begin charging into the center in order to accost Mortimer Orlando. And I'd like to know who does what? Do you work together? Do you stab each other in the back? How do you get Mortimer's attention? So this is a group challenge? This is a group challenge. All right. All right. 
Clara's gonna start by just shooting some fireworks at these enemies. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I love it. So here's how this game works. It's very powered by the apocalypse. You're gonna roll 2d6. If you think you have an attribute that affects us, you're gonna add that. Otherwise, you're just rolling 2d6. I would say like the attribute light show goes with this because it is part of her light show, but it still does not quite make it. It is a That five. is her third attribute. That's her third attribute. Perfect light show. Uh, should we be... with a f- yes. Sorry, should we be rolling first and then describing or describing then rolling? I I'm fine with either. I'm I'm a describe then roll person myself and and typical GM. Uh, I will stop you and ask for uh, uh a little bit more description if i feel like it's necessary and i do feel like it uh what are you like what are you doing other than just throwing off fireworks well she's apparently throwing off fireworks very poorly because they are not <laughs> hitting their mark um she is just like trying so hard to aim that she's so nervous about this so they just like hit on either side and above and they're making all sorts of like cute little floral designs <laughs> um it uh, it actually momentarily blinds Mortimer Orlando, uh, and he knows exactly who's letting off these fireworks. He saw your impressive display on the top of the tower. Uh, you will not be receiving any points for that, unfortunately. Uh, what do the rest of you do? Now, I should mention at this point, too, you can try and take this uh, challenge as a group, in which case you're all going to roll together, and I will average out we average out the total amongst all of you. If you want to go at this by yourself, you can. Um, so, so we'd have to agree, all of us, to do that. You'd have to agree to work with each other. Correct. I mean, Jake's chill, so it just kind of reads the room. I think we, without even this? talking, without even talking to anyone, he just sort of looks at Jake and, <laughs> and then he'll hold out his hands. And he's going to try to rob as many of the adventurers of their vision, much like God did to Saul before he then turned into Paul. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I'm tracking. I'm tracking with you. (laughs) Okay. Give me a, a, give me a roll. I assume and you're I think, adding evangelical mo- <laughs> manipulation. No, to that. I think thieving. I think thieving hands would apply to thieving this. Thieving hands. I don't think evangel- okay. I don't think evangelical ma- manipulation would actually apply to this. Okay. But I think thieving hands will. All right. Yeah. I I I think sure for sure for sure. Okay. I haven't established in our fiction yet if Michael Sarah can only do things that <laughs> that Jesus Christ did. That Jesus Christ did, <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> Feel free to dip into other stuff that Michael Sarah does too, if you want. Yeah. The same. There's so much to. Fun offer. fact: Scott Pilgrim was a true story. Michael Sarah did all of that in real life. That was just him. He just showed up and started acting like that, and people were like, "Take the camera, start filming this." <laughs> all right, so that is a an eight total. An eight. All right. Uh, there is. Um, uh, uh, one of the adventurers who who goes to swing a sword at Mortimer's uh, body and then misses completely. And when you look up there, just fish scales. Actually, a whole fish. How about? 
There's just like two whole fish in his eyes. Uh, and when I'm you look around, the you see a few thing, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, take take a point for that. Take a point. Oh, yeah. And you Bible school will come in handy. A <laughs> uh, uh, srat, spicy Jake. Yeah, I mean, Spicy Jake noticing that we're not doing this as a team is just like, it's chill, it's whatever. And he just starts strutting around, flexing his muscles uh, before kind of making contact with the charging soldiers. <laughs> um, and as as they actually like come into like swinging range, he just uh, takes off his hat and like <laughs> tosses it at them. He's like, catch bros. <laughs> trying to sway them in a different direction and change the mood a little bit. You want to get, get Game of Ultimate Frisbee going on? Yeah, bro. That's way cooler than this. And he adds his eyebrows. He's like, what do you think? Okay. And I would like to roll eyebrows. <laughs> to roll eyebrows. Please. Roll eyebrows to convince some of these adventurers to come chill and hang with you instead of attacking this warlock. So I get a plus three to eyebrows, right? So of course, yes, yeah. Six plus three is nine. <laughs> All right, a bunch of them peel off to like sit, and um, uh, like a like a bunch of folding chairs materialize, and a guitar, and a bunch of uh, natty lights, and. <laughs> Oh, this you is perfect. A third of these adventures just sit in this circle and start jamming out to uh, Wonderwall by Oasis drinking uh, light oh. beer. You like this song? I love this song. Oh, this is a good song. <laughs> Take a point for that. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, it's chill. It's chill. I was going to win. Uh, um, Strat, what do you do? I fear Strat is the only one who's choosing outright violence. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so Strat whips an old collar out of her dress, like her old, uh, like the collar that she wore when she was Sophia, uh, and whips it, and it gets larger. Um, <laughs> and she begins sprinting, going do 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 do. Do, 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 like singing I Need a Hero as she's charging towards the adventurer. <laughs> uh, she dives up into one of the adventurer's mouths and just straight go down the throat, burst through the chest, alien style. Continues sprinting, whips another guy with the the collar wraps the collar around another person chokes up it's just it really going for blood four inches tall and really taking advantage of every single piece of magic god's great self has gifted her yeah me oh, yeah. michael sarah like <laughs> sarah yeah the michael sarah could do <laughs> i gave you that. Ex- well a different guy. you know it's oh might all point back in those books but there are some actual ones to do some great work okay <laughs> Take that, Michael Sarah. Take that, Michael Sarah. So it is important to note, though, um, that she does that to about two of them. For sure. There are a lot of them. For sure. Which is what justifies our five on this roll. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Oh, no. I unfortunately can't award you any points for that, per the rules of the game. Uh, But you do in cold blood murder a couple of them. And 
the blood just spatters all over Mortimer Orlando. That's what um, matters. I think that there is a there is still a few left, and there is a voice over the speaker that goes, "Wonderful! You've shown that you can individually protect him, and now show Mortimer how you can work with others." And then the, a, a bright sign flashes that says "Group Challenge," and. Uh, there is a flash of lightning and the four of you now find yourselves surrounded by these adventurers. You're all back to back. They're closing in on you. What do you as a group do? You can all take a moment to explain what you do as you work together and then we will roll the group challenge. This is an awful time to be four inches tall. What do you guys think? About trying to convert them. <laughs> I was just going to call my driver and run them over, but that sounds <laughs> fabulous. You could like I... call the driver to run over the ones who don't convert. That's how a lot of conversions went down in like history, I think. Oh, that's true. smart. I'm a rat. True. You think they'll really <laughs> convert like that? Yeah, it it just happens. I'm How? I mean, I feel like with lots of things, like either they have the chill or they don't, you know? I mean, he explains it actually really well. It's if you're chill or not. Yeah. Those who are chill will chill, and those who are not will get the car. Is it a car strat, or is it like a limo, or is it like a It's a limo. It's a stretch. We can do a donut in it and just Just get them all. I dig Uh, that. That's chill. I would like each of you to roll 2d6 and add an attribute if you think it is appropriate. Uh, and tell me what you rolled. Did I say seven? Oh, sorry, a nine with an attribute. Yeah, okay. Woo! And we get plus two to our... Whatever attribute you're adding, sure. Yeah. If you're adding one. Yeah. Well, that's well. A, that's a six. Okay. I've got a six... I'd like to try to add holy unholy persistence. Sure, I sure. Look, and this is a one. This is a one shot. This is a goofy thing. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I think the way I lean into this is just that, like, Spicy Jake is really going to turn stuff up if if some more evangelism is required. So I'm going to follow 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 literally Michael Sarah's lead and see. If I there's understand. some some more unholy persistence needed in this gonna, campaign. You, bang on their door and be like, no, I'd really like to talk to you about our Lord and Savior, Michael Sarah. That's right. <laughs> so, so I rolled, okay, first of all, I think okay. evangelical manipulation would apply to this. A thousand percent. Absolutely. So in that case, then my total is a 12. Okay, a 12. Ooh. That's that's pretty good, y'all. So if I add all that up together, uh, 9, 6, 8, and 12, I think that is 35. That's right. (laughs) And I now divide that by four, which gives us eight and some change. So nice. You've all (laughs) converted about 90% of them, and they're about 10%. Yeah, what? Can I say what Michael Sarah does? (laughs) For sure. Please. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so 
all he does is he snaps his fingers and suddenly there's an elevated stage and on either side of it going out towards them there are some acoustic sound panels on stands of course of course there are two there are two projectors behind him yes, and a and a full band and a full band <laughs> playing some vamp music behind him and a little bit of like mist on the ground yep and clara adds her lights to help make them <laughs> the, the, yeah. the <laughs> and then michael goes come on church and he starts singing i don't want to get copyright claim but you know songs <laughs> songs by bands that make that type of music i Am love a lot of hum songs or is that not allowed either <laughs> um i think if you do the tune i think it still counts so all right uh, yeah no you, you, you know to you, you need a hero i don't <laughs> it's, I, it's i need a hero but the lyrics are the lyrics of how great is our god <laughs> <laughs> So during this performance, like Spicy Jake just appears on the stage with a bunch of like fog and steam behind him, and he's like grooving <laughs> on the bass. But when we pick up to the bridge, of course, he, takes, he plays the bass. He takes off the bass, and he just starts breaking literal chains on the stage, and people are just weeping in the audience. Yeah, there's about ninety percent of these adventures that just fall to their knees, weeping and hands raised. Uh, and Srat, you see about 10% of them that are still moving towards you. Uh, so, uh, how, how, what do you, what do you do? You've already kind of said it, but feel free to elaborate on, on, on how these 10%, uh, meet their end. Uh, Srat is going to pull the magic wand out of her bra. Just, hey, I know that you already dropped me off here, but can you like come back real quick? It's, it's going to take no time at all. Yeah, no, I promise. And just floor it. Like you're going to see me, but you're going to hit me. So remember, I'm four inches tall. Just floor it. I have new guys here. And like this, well, explosion of guts. And it's really, it's truly disgusting. And she's just standing there, still on the phone. Her driver is also still on the phone. And the driver leans out the window and says, are you getting in? She goes, no, you aren't driving on the phone. That's incredibly dangerous. Go home. <laughs> then she yes. hangs up and he leaves. Uh... Oh the adventures have been taken care of. Most have converted to Christianity uh, and, and given up whatever god they worship to worship Michael Sarah. Uh, and the rest, the rest died. The rest are dead. There is a, a, a flash of lightning and you find yourselves back on the tower. Um, and uh, I have three bonus points at the end of every challenge that I can award to whoever I feel like I want to. I can give that to one person. I can split that up equally. I can give two to one person and one to another. Uh, Mortimer kind of dusts himself off and goes, oh, oh um, wow, that was, I, I, um, I wasn't quite expecting that to be the first challenge. Um, Srat, I really liked the blood and the guts and the creating of bodies. Because that's business mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Uh, I would like for you to take two two bonus points. Um, I'm going to use a move called Just Like Old Times as Mortimer oh, is talking. Um, so once per session, if I can connect a challenge or a downtime conversation with the warlock to a memory of our shared path, I received one bonus point, regardless how well I roll. What um, is that memory? Maybe it's a talking head moment. 
Um, well, I Strat is gonna say, yeah, just like your dad, you know. <laughs> he he did run over all those children with their with that car. <laughs> Was, yeah, and then that 18 wheeler came out of nowhere and hit him. That was what a day. Yeah. You know, I miss maybe, this. Maybe that's where maybe that's where it started, all of this. You know, that would make a lot of sense. Huh. Well, maybe you just uh, thank you. Thank you, Sarat. That that was very enlightening. You're so welcome. Um like a two-second talking head moment, it cuts Michael Sarah. He goes, Unfair advantage, they have history. And this cuts back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh uh Mr. Sarah, um or Jesus Christ, I'm not you didn't weren't quite clear what I should call you now. Jesus Christ? Tell me whatever you want. Okay. Um Father, Son, Holy Spirit, whatever. <laughs> I uh <laughs> I appreciate uh, I appreciate that uh, you restrained them and created thralls. Oh, we uh, call them disciples, but that works. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, is there a difference between those two? We don't like that question. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, well, then I'm going to award my point to Jake then, because Jake was chill <laughs> about creating thralls. Cuts to Jake. I was chill. Actually, I, I was not sure like if the devotion would be the thing that would win uh, Mortimer's heart, but like, I don't know. I thought that maybe in this show, I was like the right amount of chill and not chill, but mm -hmm. I still haven't figured him out. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think it was the pecs this time, though. Not a pecs guy, I guess. Cuts back. Uh, and I would like for Spicy Jake to take that that last bonus point for this challenge. It says in my playbook that um, glorious purpose, um, even in a group, my, my fervor makes me stand out once per session in a group challenge. I can receive okay. one more point than the rest of my group. That's something that I can is, cash in now. If that is what you would like to cash in now, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Spicy the, the, Jake. The, yes, the breaking of chains I think is what really made you stand out to Mortimer mm. in this group challenge for sure for sure there is uh, another a booming voice that goes the first challenge is over please take a couple days get to know your fellow contestants and Jake in two days uh, and Mortimer your fellow contestants <laughs> and Jake and also Mortimer. In two days, <laughs> we'll be having our other, our next competition. Two uh, days. And, and I have meetings. <laughs> well, you signed up for this. You're here for the entire challenge. Oh, my God. All right, Kim Jong-un can wait, whatever. <laughs> uh, there is a flash and you find yourselves in the foyer of a large mansion uh, in between challenges it is downtime so what does it say during downtime patrons can choose to socialize and make connections the warlock can single out individuals for solo meetings or the producer which we're not playing with a producer role that would be like the traditional GM role they're just kind of like standing up and uh, can instigate conflict or connection and everyone can get to know each other better 
And I think that's what I would like to do. I would like to have a a, a, a patron dinner scene <laughs> with the four of you getting to know each other a little bit. Uh, what are you eating for dinner? Clara is eating all fruits. <laughs> Similarly, Strat is also eating fruits. It's also the other kind. Well. All right. Srat has a gay rat on a plate that she's eating. I understand. <laughs> to clarify for our audience at home, I am gay. That took a, that took a few turns. That took a few turns. There were a few ways that that, that could have gone. Pulling out all and, the stops. Uh, and uh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we towed the line on on the PG thirteen thing there. That was yeah. <gasps> That's um, good. That's good. Also important note: uh, Srat's chair is like a series of blocks on top of an actual chair. Like one was not prepared for her, so there's like a really tall Lego tower, and then there's a Lego chair that she is sitting on, <laughs> in which she is eating this dead gay rat. Yeah, Clara doesn't even ha- doesn't even bother sitting in the chair. She's just like standing on the table, like using a little toothpick to pick up her fruits. <laughs> pick up. Her fruits. I forgot uh, they're both so tiny. They're so tiny. Uh, Spicy Jake and literally Michael Sarah, what what are you doing? What are you eating? Who breaks this uncomfortable silence amongst the four of you? Um, Michael Sarah is eating Olive Garden that he doordashed. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. Can I, can, I have a, can I have a crumb of a breadstick? I don't need a lot. Just can I have a little bit? He looks at you and he picks up an empty bowl next to him and he holds it up and he puts it in front of you and suddenly there's just a bunch of bread and fish in there. <laughs> Bro. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. tries, to very, hide, uh, tries to hide his amazement. <laughs> yeah, very I can laborlessly. Strat's going to take a piece of yeah. bread. You know, most people give their thanks to God before thee. I give my thanks to Rihanna because she did this to me. That's so sweet. You know, I know her cousin. So she is that cousin? like your deal that like she slapped you and now you're like Jesus or yeah. whatever? No, yeah. Okay. Um, I was the first man to get... See, I, I... For some reason that didn't seem true. They told me I was the first man to get slapped by Rihanna, but... I believe them and I'm God, so I mean it works. That's yeah. So Jake, spicy Jake, takes out a little <laughs> tripod and puts it on the table and puts his phone on it and starts streaming his meal. <laughs> he's like, so he's filming, a, mug- he's filming packing, a mukbang. I'm packing all my proteins in. I've got grilled chicken breast, marinated uh, spices, some zesty sauce. I've got a protein packed omelet, quinoa, and black bean bowl for those out there that don't do the meat thing totally with you except that i'm also doing the meat thing because fans salmon with mm-hmm. sweet potato turkey and avocado wrap and of course steak because you know you can't get pecs like these without steak baby so anyway that's what i'm doing today turns to srat so like what's your like your deal is that like you were mortimer's rat and now you're like a rat that eats rats yeah, um, it's this like it's such a long story, but basically, like, I was Mortimer's rat. I got eaten 
by a cat. And um, then I got sent to hell because I was a really bad rat. Okay. And then I yeah. got mad at Satan and I dueled her. It was. Have you seen that? Have you seen the music video "Rain on Me" by Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga? It's not it really was, my lane, but yeah, someone out there is going to get that, and she makes eye contact with the camera. Someone's going to get that, and that's what's important. And then turns back to <laughs> the conversation, and says, "So it was like that dance battle in the rain, where they each had the background dancers on each side, and we we danced, and it was great. Um, and then I shot her." <laughs> Okay, word, word. That's uh And then I and then I took her power. So now it's it's kind of like the Santa Claus, the you know, the movie. Uh-huh. Where like when Santa dies because you killed him by scaring him off of your roof, you become Santa. It's it's like that, but it's the Satan clause. So wait, do we have both God and Satan here? Yeah, wait, my agent says we're supposed to be enemies. But, I mean, I'm fine with whatever. It's chill. You know, you're cute enough. It'll be fine. It cuts to a uh, talking head of Spicy Jake, and he's like, so I've, I've got competition, I think. God and Satan. It's pretty serious, not gonna lie. But, like, you know, it's uh, like I've done some I've done some crazy stuff before, so maybe they're just not ready for Spicy Jake. Cuts back. I don't know. I'm kind of falling in love with this delusional himbo. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's introduce some conflict. I think you all have dinner. Do we get what? Do we get what Claire is eating? I'm sorry. Yes, fruits. Fruits. Oh, fruit. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm picturing it's a little toothpick. Sarah and Srats are eating fruits. While Claire is eating fruits, Srats eating a fruit. A fruit. Yeah. Yes. Single. Uh, I feel like I have the best meal. I'm just saying. I'm feeling really good about this. And so speaking of, so, sorry, what was that, Clara? No, I was gonna say Clara's so tiny that she can't really eat them all in one bite. So the juice is just going everywhere. Oh no! <laughs> Similarly, the juice is going everywhere in Surat's room. Oh no! Oh no! no. no. Uh, <laughs> Spicy Jake. Speaking of your meal, um, obviously. The four of you are rooming in like the same like large shared space because then couldn't have conflict otherwise. Yeah. You go yeah. to bed and when you when you wake up, uh, Spicy Jake, you you go to the, the fridge to grab all of your like pre-made meals that you have because you you know you you every Sunday you make all of your meals for the week. You right? meal prep, package them. You, you gotta get a stick meal to the regimen. You can't back out of the regimen. You know, you just gotta stick um, to it, even if it's hard. Just as important as leg day. Yes. You open up the packages with your meal prep and they have all been replaced with leafy greens and just <laughs> leafy greens. Ooh. No, keep the chill. <laughs> oh, I'm so chill. Ooh, um, ooh. Somebody it just starts walking around the house at night, just like trying to calmly address anyone who can hear him as he walks by your door the doors of your bedrooms just like is anyone up so that you can clarify the greens it's not chill <laughs> anyone i'm chill but i'm just not just need to know who's messing with my who adjusted the re- who touched my meat 
when once you get in front of where Michael is sleeping, suddenly the door slams open in a bright light that is so bright it literally knocks you onto the floor. Oof. Appears behind this door, and then he goes, "Do not be afraid." <laughs> and then the light fades. And then the light fades. I'm definitely afraid. Thinking, and he goes, "I was just taking a power nap." What's up? Oh, <laughs> I'm, uh, no, man, it's chill. It's chill. I, I'm sorry, man. I just didn't. No, it's fine. Do you, Clear did you replace the meat? I don't replace meat. I only replace water, specifically <laughs> with wine. <laughs> oh, sweet. Can you like fill me up before I head back out then? Because like I had water. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me some water and I can do that. For you. <laughs> he hands you a bottle. He hands you back, um, what's it called? Sutter, Sutter home. (laughs) (laughs) Hides it, hides it from the camera, failingly, as he tries to head back out into the hallway. You, like, look at the camera and try to sneak away. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so funny. That's so dumb. (laughs) Uh, a couple days passed. Let me ask this. Does anyone want to have a solo meeting with Mortimer? Yeah. Yeah. I think we all would, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, Srat, where do you find Mortimer the next day? You know, I'm going to bet that that stupid nerd is in his room reading dumb books. So, Srat's going yeah. to break in climb through the keyhole off the other side <laughs> and say um, hey oh uh uh oh sorry i was just uh i was just reading these no. fascinating books they're yeah. so big so oh, yeah words. she's gonna come and scurry up and sit on the book cross her legs so what are what are what are you reading about uh, it is uh, a book on uh, mm-hmm. the human anatomy. That's so um, fascinating. Mm-hmm. I was reading the pages. You know, I wanted on... to talk mm-hmm. to you about mm-hmm. yep. just, um, I don't, do you remember this? And she climbs up onto Mortimer and stands on his head and starts pulling in his hair. <laughs> and he stands up. <laughs> do, you, do you remember doing this? I and do. And she begins dancing him around the room. Uh, doing the uh, oh, what's it called? Pepperdam shuffling, LMFAO, doing the choreography oh. of that music video. Have you all watched yeah. that music video? Yes. I hope everyone's well versed in the LMFAO party rock anthem. Yes, music video. Yes. They yes. start doing that choreography together, and she begins singing the beat to that song. And then after like thirty seconds, like oh, I'm so tired. Ugh. We, we have to start doing this more often so we can do this for for longer, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was. Sorry, I I should have helped a little bit more. Usually, I'm a little bit more uh, in it. I guess it doesn't really happen that I'm. I don't help at all with the dancing. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. I stopped using my legs a lot once I got this magic. I've got to start working on them again. Yeah, maybe we could. There was that other time we. Uh, we opened that French bistro and you had me cook like yeah. that. Yeah. You know. That, that could build. Yeah, that would be good too. And you know, I just I just want to put it out there. Think of all the things you could do without me. 
controlling your every movement via your scout. If we just, you know, made a little deal at the end of this, just, you know, think about it. Just think about it. What what kind? I I guess I'm because maybe because I knew you before. Like I don't understand what what kind of help would you be able to to give me? What help uh, if I'm want? being completely honest, I don't really understand what any of you can give me. Like, and that's why I'm gonna, I'm gonna level with you right here. I can give you access to the nine house. I can give you access to anything. Your heart is simply too lazy to go after yourself. Could you implant the knowledge of all medical books into my head? <laughs> yeah, I could totally do that. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll think about it. I, I have to go read in my reading corner. Oh, that's what you're still calling that. That's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) And she's, she waves goodbye and she like magic steps her way up to the keyhole and struts through it. And then you hear (laughs) splat on the other side. as She (laughs) fell ceremoniously. Um, uh, who wants to to talk to Mortimer next? Do you find uh, him? Uh, <laughs> what a what a loser! He's sitting outside now <laughs> under uh, under like an awning, reading another book. I'll, I'll take it. So Clara just kind of appears on his shoulder. Hi, Morty! <laughs> oh, and he drops the book. What? Huh? Don't do that again. What? Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to make you drop that. Were you studying for your necromancy? Ah, uh, yes, yes. I was reading a book about uh, connecting the spirit of uh, someone deceased to their inanimate flesh. That's really cool. You know, there's a prophecy that you're going to be the greatest necromancer alive. Uh, mm, wait, really? How do you know that? Yeah, because I'm the one who's supposed to protect you. And that's why you need to make a pact with me. Can I? I'm. Maybe this is so rude. How will yeah. you protect me? I'm. You're like. And he just puts his hands literally over your like <laughs> head. And oh, feet. I know. I may look tiny, but it's not only fireworks I can do. I can make light become anything I want. And like this, she shows him like a little. She punches up and like a light of comes out from it. Oh. Okay. Interesting. So you can protect me. What kind of power do I get out from you, though? Well, you'll be able to use my light, too. Okay. Interesting. Light-based powers. Okay. I... Tell you what. I'll think about it. Okay. That's great. I'm gonna. Uh, I've got a. I've been reading here for a while. I have to. I have to go read somewhere else. Oh right! I wouldn't want to get in the way of your research. I thank you. I'll see you later, Morty. And uh, Mort- disappears. Mortimer, Mortimer, please. Right, got it. She disappears into like a little light show. <laughs> uh, um, Mortimer is just now sitting at a bar stool. Uh. In the kitchen, reading another book. Um, I would actually like 
Michael Sarah could not be bothered to meet with Mortimer, but whenever you want, Michael would actually like to meet with Srat. Oh, I love that. Let's do it. Yes. What do Michael and Srat talk about? Where do you find Srat? Where do I find Srat? Where do Uh, you find Srat? in the backyard, uh, making a little burrow, making a little hole to stash away small objects. All right. So let's say, obviously, this is the mansion. There's a pool in the backyard. Yeah. Suddenly, your attention is drawn to the pool. Because walking across the pool on the surface of the water is Michael Sarah. <laughs> and he just has his arms up like this. And he goes, ah, I've caught you alone. Something you want Hello? to talk to you about? <clears throat> Okay, so I keep losing you in the grass. It's, it seems like it needs to be mowed. Oh, sorry about that. One second. Um, she waves her hand and she jumps up onto the fence outside of the pool. She's in oh, a bikini yes, now. Important, <laughs> important detail. Of course, of course. Michael is unaffected by by this because he is a holy man. Um, <laughs> and she's a rat. <laughs> I hope. I hope oh. that's another contributing Details. factor. Details. Oh. <laughs> oh. I just hurt my throat by laughing. Six of one. Right. <laughs> no. yeah. Michael comes up to Surat. So, you're Satan. I'm well, Jesus. Yeah, I guess. It's complicated, you know. Your Satan isn't the Satan that I killed. I killed a big devil, technically a fae. Just, it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, but I mean, I just got off the phone with my agent. And basically what they were saying was that I asked them, I was like, hey, is this true? You know, like, is, I found out that there's a new Satan. And they're like, yeah. And for some reason, their name was Sexy Rat. So they thought it was just a joke. But I guess it's not. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess that does come with some responsibilities. And I understand, you know, like when I took on this role, you know, I got slapped by Rihanna and you know mm-hmm. became God um, I was surprised by all the responsibilities that I came with too but um, I guess you know I don't know if you know about all the things you have to do but you, ne- you need to hate me you need oh. to I mean at, pretend pretend like you used to be friends with me okay yeah and then you betrayed me and uh-huh. I banished you. Okay? That's basically like, all that needs to happen. Well, so, important note here. I've delegated most of these responsibilities, so I just kind of act like middle management now. So ultimately, I do nothing but make more money than everyone working under me. Okay. I get it. I get it. You do yeah, nothing. Yeah, so do nothing, I've actually so I don't need given... to worry about you then? Yeah, you don't have to worry about me. No, I delegated the, like, the hating Jesus and like, Hating all you freaks to like, I think they make minimum wage. I wouldn't worry about it if I were you. It's like They're entry level demon whose entire job is to just hate Jesus. Yeah, we we outfit them, their outfit like not their outfit. Their office is so nice. Like we gave them a little dartboard with your face on it, and we have like these upside down crosses, and they can like nail like insects to it or whatever kind of 
weird stuff they want to. It's I'm a really good manager. I've learned that I, I could run a McDonald's like the Navy if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Sarah says, all right, that's actually really good to hear. Yeah. So, I mean, just one more follow-up question. Mm-hmm. It's not really too important if you win this, right? You can just sort of let this go. See, but here's the thing, right? This is actually so important to me because I'm so sad that that kid's such a loser now. <laughs> I worked so hard <laughs> when he was a kid to make sure he was torturing bugs and he was making sure that like people around him thought he was weird so I would get all of his attention. And then I got hit by that school bus and all of my work went out the window. She got eaten by a cat. I'm, the camera pans to Spicy Jake, <laughs> who is in the backyard, just like filming himself with you two in the background. He's like, I don't snoob, I don't snitch. But like, if you're there, you're there, you know? Like, I'm just a witness. I'm just here to, <laughs> I'm a channel. And I just want to show you all like the truth. Like there is, there's no chill here. So you heard it. I didn't say it. They said it, you know? Um... In response to Srat, um, Sarah, Michael, is going to say, I mean, I, I really the only reason I asked was to avoid you further getting sadder, hurting your feelings, because, I mean, I, I'm here now. I'm God. You know, and now- if there's any further explanation, so there's really no chance for you. So I'm just kind of giving you a chance mm-hmm. to sort of just like, step down and not show any effort because I feel like the more effort you show mm-hmm. the more embarrassment you'll receive mm-hmm. you know and so I'm just and I'm trying to use my special once per session ability <gasps> to what it's called god killer <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as it seems don't worry I'm not gonna kill you it's okay <laughs> So, Surat, Jinkies, mm-hmm. the ability reads, you crushed your own patron to become what you are. What is crushing another here? Sorry, I guess also Michael Sarah crushed God, but he only talks about Rihanna slapping him. <laughs> <laughs> I, in his oh. mind, it is Rihanna slapping him, but it's actually the fact yeah. that he took out God. Yeah. Um, it, it reads, once per session, you can step on another patron. You and the other patron each roll 2d6. Fun, fun. So let's just do that real quick. Okay. Okay, I got a nine. I got a six. All right. And then it reads, you gain points equal to half the difference between your rolls. Round it down to a minimum of one. So... That means... Oh, and also that the other patron loses the same number of points. Whoa. So that means that I gain a point and you lose a point. Um, You're going to see me in your dreams tonight. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to be chasing you in a long hallway and you'll be powerless to run like you're underwater and I will have a gun. Does she say that to him? Yes. She can um, feel the point getting ripped away from her. <laughs> Michael goes, all right, you seem angry. I'm going to give you some time to, you know, you know, let that just 
simmer i feel like you need space i talked about this in therapy you know we can say things we don't mean in anger so i'm just gonna give you that space that you need okay um basically what's shown on tv <laughs> next is a mega cut of strap <laughs> cursing out michael Sarah and getting dragged away by a producer yep. like dragged by the tail cut to a talking head yeah. basically what i would say to michael is that michael is a fat <laughs> and those shoes that she gave me she said were to be worn by a beautiful woman and if that was the case she was unqualified to even purchase them and i i don't know who messed up long way and told her she was hot fly sexy or cool but she is none of the above she is none of the above someone lied to her several times and told her she was fly set hot hot sexy and cool and honestly i hope she rots in hell and i can't wait to see her <laughs> end of talking head <laughs> um, it, there's like there's like quick back a cut back to the scene of them dragging Strad away, and it just the camera pans over to Michael Sarah just sort of he puts his hands up like it's on either side and just starts floating up, away. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts it cuts to talking head of Michael Sarah and always says this, this is all below me. It cuts back. I have to imagine that is intercut between Strat's yes. Tiffany Pollard monologue. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, and since Michael Sarah can't be bothered to meet with uh, Mortimer, uh, Spicy Jake, you find Mortimer just reading a book in the kitchen. Sup? Oh, uh, hi. Sorry, am I in your way? Are you here to, to eat? No, it's all spinach now. Uh, so it's chill. About that. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, do you know who that was? Uh, sorry, it doesn't matter. I'm here for you. I'm here for you, so... Yeah. What you reading I, there? Oh, um, I this is this is just my diary. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty like uh, intellectual too and stuff. I like thinking about stuff. I like podcasts. I actually have a podcast. If you ever, if you ever want to listen. Oh, oh uh, like totally like trying to feign. Oh, um. What's uh what's it called? What's it about? Uh yeah, it's just called the Big Flex, you know? And it's just like mostly me, sometimes a couple other guys, you know, just kinda like sharing just like talking the real stuff. Like nothing crazy, but sometimes it does get crazy, you know. Like just like the bombs that they drop, just like truth. I well, it's kinda like it's kinda like a like a diary or a journal, I guess, or whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. public because people listen to it oh yeah lots lots of people listen to it for sure if that's okay. like a thing that you're into is that a thing you're like into uh, <laughs> I don't really like a lot of people paying attention to me so no for sure for sure this, uh, so, yeah. th this whole thing is a little I, this is a little weird yeah, I'm. I have a super private side too. It's, yeah. Oh. Okay. Well. Um. Maybe we'll see it later. Uh, if that's what you want, it's the. I just because it's private, I should be private about it. So. 
because that's that's what you want too right for sure no that makes sense that makes sense that's chill chill yeah Uh, okay i gotta go now okay i'll just eat some of this spinach i guess okay all right not enough protein Uh, (laughs) mortimer rocks away during downtime i can give bonus points and i'm going to give a bonus point let's see how many can i give out can i just give out as much as i want during downtime (laughs) that's a good question Uh, it doesn't have a number i'm gonna give a bonus point to michael sarah a bonus point (laughs) to clara and a bonus point to Srat. And I'm going to give a bonus point to Spicy Jake as well, too. You all get you a bonus get a point. Bonus point? So okay. Nothing's changed, essentially, point. Justin. You get a bonus point. Look, Davey. It's well established. <laughs> I'm terrible at math. So. Uh, the next day passes. So nothing changes. Nothing changes. The next day passes. Uh, and uh, eventually you go. You meet back up uh, at the top of the tower. There's a flash near at the top of the tower again. The the voice comes up and goes, All right, it is time for our final challenge of the contest. For this, we're going to see how well you can connect with Mortimer. You're going to take him to the fantasy. You're going to take Mortimer to the fantasy suite. Uh, very uncomfortable I don't want to nope Mortimer has to go to the fantasy suite I don't I don't want to I don't want to go to the fantasy suite I don't I don't like it's too late we gotta go to the fantasy suite with each of them Uh, there's a cut to Clara and Clara's like oh my gosh this is totally my element I I am like 100% fantasy Who wants to take Mortimer <laughs> to the fantasy suite first? Um, real quick, Justin. Yeah. So, hmm, Michael Sarah has a flaw. I was about to say that we have to bring up Michael Sarah's flaw in this. Because, so I rolled. So basically, here's what it says, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. His flaw is, it reads, your mere existence proves your, proves your worth. Why bother with these challenges? Every challenge, you must roll a d6. On a one, you do not participate and are ineligible for points. Yes. Much like Michael Sarah couldn't be bothered to talk to Mortimer. Correct. If he rolls a one, he can't be bothered to participate. Yeah. Um, I just rolled a one. Wonderful. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so I'm. So there's a quick cut. Yeah. So there's a pan, and the cameraman sort of for a moment looking for Michael, like you can't see him, and there's uh-huh. a cut uh-huh. to another cameraman just shooting Michael like through his bedroom window in the mansion him just fast asleep <laughs> face down on his pillow <laughs> uh, perhaps Michael uh, where is Mr. Christ See, oh, um, oh he, hmm. said, he said that this was too easy for him so he's not coming <laughs> Yeah, no shade on Christ. Like, I've got J316 favorite verse right on my uh, other bicep. I don't think he's really taking it seriously that we need to protect you in the future. Uh, Yeah, no, he's so mean. He's so mean. (laughs) (laughs) 
there's there's probably a, a talking head cut of Mortimer, and he's like, "Oh, so the fantasy suite's too easy for Michael." <laughs> uh, talking head strap. I heard it's because Michael Sarah is easy. End of talking. <laughs> oh. Now, before we get into this, I also want to clarify one of the things. If you buy this game, uh, listeners and watchers, there's an optional uh, role called the Paladin role. Uh, this Paladin's entire job is to prevent the Warlock from taking an oath with one of these patrons. Now, they actually chose who this is before I got on the call, so I have no idea which one of them is the paladin trying to stop me from trying to bond with one of these patrons. But if that pa- paladin can remain uh, hidden and, and the role as the paladin remains uh, concealed from me and they have the most points at the end of the game uh they have they have won and prevented me from from taking a patron uh i realize we did not say that but we should say that now before this challenge that someone here is actually trying to stop me from trying to uh, form a pact with anyone else i have a feeling i know who it is but perhaps the fantasy suite will reveal all It usually does. It usually Ooh. does. Uh, who wants to take Mortimer to the fantasy suite first? I'm down. Okay. Spicy Jake, uh, you and Mortimer walk up to... Uh, a, you find yourself back in the mansion. There's a room. And as you look into the room, uh, there are... It is, like, well lit. Uh, there's, like an ambiance of candles and music. You see a, a heart-shaped bed past the door frame. Spicy Jake <laughs> sweeps you off your feet, Mortimer, and carries yeah. you in. I am I'm gonna roll a dice. How about that? That's crazy. How about it? How about it? I gotta roll this D. I'm gonna roll a um D6, and I'm going to divide it by two. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to roll a D4 because they're F4. Okay. Uh, you sweep Mortimer off his your feet. Uh, his feet. Your feet. Someone's feet are on the ground, and the other person's feet are being held by somebody. For sure, uh, you sweep, for sure. You sweep, for sure, for sure. I got you. I'm, I'm tracking. You sweep Mortimer off his feet and walk through the doorway. You do not find yourself in a bedroom, however. Instead, you find yourself... Um, you find yourself in a house. The house is uh, kind of made of, like, dirt... You can see that the walls are kind of like caked with dirt, but it's well decorated. There are pictures on the walls. There are various rooms that have furniture and whatnot. You look outside of the window and you can see these rolling green plains with other houses that look like they're inside of these mounds and hills in the green pasture. And when you look at yourself, Spicy Jake, you are no longer the, I'm assuming, six feet plus 
muscular man you are, mm-hmm. you're about three and a half feet with these big hairy feet that are uncovered and shoeless. <laughs> and standing next to you is Mortimer, who looks normal. And the voice goes, Welcome to the fantasy suite. Your task? Take the one ring to Mordor. That's, that's, uh, this is chill. This is chill. Uh, do I have the ring on my person, Justin? You do. We do. And we don't need to get into the entire three book journey. <laughs> but tell me, what, how does Spicy Jake get the ring with Mortimer to Mordor? Yeah, I think, um, Spicy Jake just starts walking towards Mordor with like a vengeance, like just like pure devotion. <laughs> and just like, I'm totally going to destroy this ring for you, babe. Uh, I'll just, I'm just going to need to show you my heart because I can't, I can't lean into the muscles right now. Sorry, I can't carry you the whole way and stuff. Um, and like, he's just apologetic about that most of the way there. But at some point, you know, you're you're coming across orcs and stuff. Maybe some Urukai being birthed out of the ground. Of course, Mortimer takes an interest naturally, and Jake's just like, "Huh." So Mortimer, you like you like dead stuff, and like specifically like undead stuff. I mean, yeah, I'm a little interested in that. Yeah. So like, if we made like a pact or whatever, no big deal. Uh I could like kill a lot of stuff and bring it to you. Right? That could that would that be chill? If I had an ample supply of dead bodies, yeah. That would be interesting. Okay. And uh this is kinda on the DL or whatever, but like I'm tight with Hades. Well we're not tight, but we're kind of family. It's weird. But uh Yeah. I mean maybe we could work something out. Okay. I would do anything for you. Oh, um. Wow, that's, that means a oh, lot. Oh, sorry. That's, uh, that's the spice. And Spicy Jake <laughs> just continues into Mordor, drops that <laughs> ring like a mic. Uh, give me a <laughs> spice roll. Showing. Get the spice shown. Give me a roll that you think represents that journey. Okay. Oh, let's see. I didn't use any ill gotten secrets. I want to see if unholy persistence counts. I think so. I think that. Yeah. I think that works. Right. Yeah, I'll take for my sure. Plus two. Ten for plus sure. two is twelve, baby. Ooh. Ten plus two is twelve. Go ahead and take two two points then. That's the spice. Go ahead and take two points. That's <laughs> the spice right there. That's yeah. It's obviously spicy. Jake's catchphrase this entire season. <laughs> Didn't even need the eyebrows. That's um, his cut for the talking head. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you uh drop the ring in and uh spicy jake and mortimer find themselves back on the top of the tower ready for mortimer to take someone else to the fantasies uh for to go to the fantasy suite with someone you find yourself unable to tell your other contestants though what the fantasy suite is okay good Who luck to go next i can totally do this Clara, 
you and Mortimer get to it and you see the same room, dim candles lit, music playing, heart-shaped bed. Obviously, you cannot pick up Mortimer and take him across the room. Clara lands on his shoulder. (laughs) And you walk into the room on his shoulder. I'm going to roll another dice. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh! Um, you walk through, and you do not find yourself in a bedroom. Uh, you find yourself uh, on a, a wall, a giant uh, brick wall. As you look out, there's a giant plane in front of you, and when you look down, there is a giant mechanical drill burrowing into this wall. <gasps> And the voice says, You've got to stop the Fire Nation from bringing down the walls of Ba Sing Se. How will you and Mortimer do that? Oh, I've totally got this. Wait right here. Uh, I'm Mortimer. Takes her a moment to get used to the name change. Um, she flutters down to like just slip into the, um, the big drill. And For like... Sure. Go, like, flies through, probably confusing everybody. There's just this little, like, it looks like a little firefly flying through. Yep, yep. And she looks for anyone that is controlling this thing um, or the mechanics of it to use her fireworks to just burst those open. All right. I love that. You do that. You find uh, someone, uh, you find the control center and can let your fireworks loose in there. All right. I see what I need to roll then. with my light show um so that's an 11 and 11 go ahead and take two points go ahead and take two points i switched dice because the first ones were not helping there you go and that fixed it uh the drill breaks mortimer and claire find themselves back on the top of the tower it is now srat's turn to take mortimer to the fantasy suite i really should have saved my special ability should have um, rolled it on that first one, I know. Uh, Srat is going to offer a hand to Mortimer. Yes. And not, like, make herself bigger or taller, just, like, offer a hand. Force him to hunch over and yeah, walk through the room together. Yes, you do. Um, man, I was really hoping it'd be the other one. That's alright. Uh, this is funny, too. Um, you, uh... <laughs> You walk through the room. Uh, you find yourself standing in front of a misty lake. And in the middle of the lake, there is a, a little island with a rock in the middle of it. And it looks like there is a uh, like a, a humanoid creature also stuck inside of this rock and uh, there is a voice that booms and goes um, Mortimer is to be the next king of England (laughs) was it the lady of the lake or the sword and the stone that let him happen well here it's both 
And uh, you can see now that the mist clears and there is a woman trapped inside of the rock holding a sword. Oh. (laughs) Strat smiles. You know, I read this book once as she starts walking him towards the lake and she takes off her shoes and begins walking at the bottom of the lake, still talking the entire time. (laughs) Bubbles rising out. You can't hear anything she's saying. She gets to the other side. She says, you know, and that woman was so kind when I met her in the book, except it wasn't me. It was the protagonist who I was projecting onto. And now we're here. I, did you just recount the entire plot of, I don't, I won't, what were we talking about? What book are you talking about right now? Isn't this Mean Girls? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Oh, oh, that's so unfortunate. Here, let me. And she climbs up Mortimer again, latches onto his hair and guides him over to the woman in the sword and the stone and has him grab her by the waist and begin yanking. I have to imagine the stone cracks in half, uh, but the sword does fall loose, and that's the important part. At this point, I'm going to roll, and we're going to use muscle memory, which is our plus three attribute. Ah, I love that use of muscle memory. That's very funny. That's going to be a nine. Okay. Um, uh, you guide Mortimer to yank and you end up uh, tearing the top half of the Lady of the Lake out, but the bottom half of her stays in the rock. Thankfully, it is the top half that is holding the sword. So we get this silhouette picture of Mortimer holding up the top half of the Lady of the Lake holding the sword. And go ahead and take one point for that. Slay. We find ourselves back at the top of the tower. Unfortunately, Michael Sarah has. Uh, can, we, can we do a quick s- cut to him? Absolutely. So, quick cut. First, it's just the outside of his window, and we hear a muffled. And the camera moves in. It's for some reason we moved from like reality TV show cinematics, and it's actually it's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off kind of cinematics, you know? Okay. And it zooms in on him, and it zooms in on his phone, and you can tell that it's been like his like eighth alarm that he snoozed <laughs> <laughs> well it's, and he finally it's, wakes up <laughs> who are you saying it's it's probably just one of those like reality tv scenes where like the camera crew is like outside your window <clears throat> oh and, yeah, like, yeah from yeah. outside they're zooming in <laughs> to see that you, you you've snoozed another alarm and wake up and then we just see a scene of michael sarah <clears throat> suddenly lifting his face off from his pillow face covered in drool just like oh man a challenge and then trying his best <laughs> you you get to the top of the tower and it is that point that Srat and Mortimer appear back and the voice goes unfortunately the challenge is over Michael Sarah you have missed it your contestants have taken Mortimer to the fantasy suite you have forfeited this round I've been a big booming voice in the sky too, all right? You're not scary. Not trying to be. Are you threatening me? Are you threatening me? Are you threatening me? Are you threatening me? (laughs) (laughs) 
Agent, um, please call. I think my four o'clock of lunch with the booming voice for this game <laughs> show. Thank you. Well, contestants, you have succeeded together. You have succeeded by yourself. It is time now to reveal your gifts to Mortimer and for Mortimer to make the final decision. It is at this point that we have the ceremony. <gasps> the ceremony mm. is where <gasps> when the time of the trial is concluded, you are summoned in front of the warlock. Just as the grand entrance, each patron has the opportunity to present themselves and earn points one last time. You may offer a pact and a boon to Mortimer, rolling 2d6 plus any relevant attribute, and we will get you points based on that roll. Uh, I can't give out bonus points, though. I forgot about that. I would like to give... Wow. I'm going to give two bonus points to Spicy Jake this fantasy sweet round. And I think I'm going to give the other bonus point to Srat for this one. Don't you give one more? I have three bonus points. Oh, guys. I got two. You got two. Oh, the two one one was only from the introductions. The two. Did I give one points in the one? No, no, sorry. Oh, yeah, you gave out four total. Yeah. During oh, introduction. There's like introduction. two for the best introduction, one each for the next two. Mm -hmm. uh, correct. That is right. Yeah, that is just for the introductions. Yes. Uh, so who wants to go first? Who wants to present their final pact and boon to Mortimer? Yes. Clara just flies up to Mortimer. Hey, it's been so fun working together. Um, and... I definitely want to make a pact with you. I already told you what I can do, but I also forgot to mention that I can make a nice little shield for you. And she makes like a light shield around him. Ah, if you okay. make a pact with me, you get all of that. You'll get, like I said before, I'm here to guard you. I love it. Uh, go ahead and roll 2d6 and add any relevant uh, relevant attributes there. Uh, nine. Okay, take uh, one point. Uh, he, he, Mortimer, I take it and... Oh, uh, all right. Uh, I know that I will be very protected and safe if I choose you. Thank you. No problem, of course. At this point, Srat is going to step up um, and slowly walk to Mortimer, holding out the old collar. And she breathes on it and it grows to be a human-sized rat collar. Um, <laughs> and she says, all you have to do is put this on and everything <laughs> you have ever wanted will be yours. Anything that ends up in my realm, you can come just pick. Like we're apple picking in New England. It'll be so nice if we can frolic and hold hands and take little pictures where you hold me up where I'm getting an apple and all of your Facebook friends can be so jealous that we have such a normal family. <laughs> he takes it, puts it on the table next to him where all the other gifts will, will stand and he looks at him and goes, uh, that, that does sound nice. That does sound Doesn't nice. Doesn't it? Especially after what happened to mom. Don't you need a mom figure in your life too? Mommy. I know. I know. That poor grizzly bear didn't stand a chance against her. 
she went on that rampage and killed all the grizzlies. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And you know what? She's forgiven in my universe. In my mind, she's forgiven. And that is really an awful pitch, and that's a six. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. so good. No, no points for that, unfortunately. Nope. He takes it, kind of dries his tears. Who wants to present their pact and boon next? I think I should go next. I think yeah. we should okay. leave Jesus for yeah. last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Something, something I have a sneaking suspicion that that's the move. <laughs> um, so a Herculean figure approaches you, Mortimer Orlando, <laughs> no longer a hobbit, and kneels down before you and presents you with a letter and is like, so I knew that like you do journaling and stuff. And so I thought I would like show you some of my sensitive side. Uh, you can't read it in front of the camera though, or my fans when I'm streaming, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's the real me. Uh, so that's like the boon or whatever. And uh, also I got in touch with Hades and we got the hookup. <laughs> Um, so whatever you need with like all the necro stuff, as promised, if you packed with me, which I know, you know, is the right choice for you. Um, I'll kill mad peeps for you. Uh, I'm also a killer with the ladies and bros. I don't discriminate. Hashtag the new masculine looks at another camera, looks at his own phone camera. He's streaming. <laughs> He's streaming this. All, hashtag we all eat meat. Hashtag protein. And uh, also, no shade on anybody, but Serrat is secretly Satan and thinks you're a loser. Uh, Clara is always late because she doesn't take stuff serious. And uh, JC over there blinds people during his power naps, so that's not chill. And I'm <laughs> going to roll, if I can, ill-gotten secrets. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes. A last minute ill-gotten secrets roll. Roll that with your attribute of ill-gotten secrets. Okay. So that is a nine plus two is 11. Hey, that's pretty convincing. That's two points. That's two points. Two points? Yeah. Okay. That's the spice. Jake out. Strat is coordinating a follow bot campaign for Jake's Twitch right now. <laughs> As uh, Spicy Jake leaves, that leaves the one and only Jesus Christ, Mr. Michael Sarah. All right, so Michael walks up and he's sort of saying hi to the cameras and he goes and he asks for your hand. Mortimer tentatively gives it to you. And he goes, do you trust me? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And he snaps his fingers and suddenly your vision goes blank and you find yourself in a waffle house. And he goes, this is the only place God or Satan or any cameras can't find us. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I would have been, they've been here for, I don't know how long, so many years. And Rihanna slapped me and I wanted to die. And the next thing you know, I'm God. And so I just, I, 
If you destroy me, you can become a god. That's that's my boon. Our pact won't be very long because I'll be dead. But just destroy me and you're god. And you have all the power in the world. Please, please just do this. Please do this for me. And so in this Waffle House in Indiana. Sarasota. Oh, oh Sarasota, Indiana. Sar- that's not Sarasota, <laughs> Florida. Nope, it is It is in my world. Okay, I'm god. now... Uh, now, now in Michael Sarah's <laughs> God World, Sarah no, and Michael Michael Sarah combined Indiana. Florida and Indiana. Ah, I mean that makes sense. Oh, okay, and, makes all, sense. and all states and all states between them, they're all just Sarah. <laughs> just they're all one just, state. They're all just Indiorida. Um, so I'm gonna roll raw ambition. <laughs> I I uh, sure for sure. Yeah. It's pretty raw. That ambition you just proposed, it's pretty raw. He's in a Waffle House. This is where he's most vulnerable. <laughs> Isn't everybody the most vulnerable uh, inside of a Waffle House? I miss Waffle House. <laughs> so, an eight on the die, a plus okay. two for raw ambition gives me a ten. That's two points. That is two points. Uh, Mortimer <sighs> stares at you for a moment clearly thinking about this do you have a, a a boon that represents this pact you'll become god i, I need a, a gift symbolizing their potential bond oh perhaps he a goes, waffle he he takes a waffle and snaps and you see it turns into this black waffle but you look closely <laughs> into the black waffle you see patterns of galaxies yeah. and stars. Yeah, and he yeah, goes, yeah. since you're not God yet, I can't give you the entire universe, but I copied the universe and put it in this waffle. <laughs> he takes the waffle tentatively. <laughs> and then there is a voice that is like breaking through static. <laughs> Trying to hide. Hmm? There's a lightning boom and you find yourself back on the top of the tower. Kill me now, kill me now, kill me now, please kill me now. <laughs> he puts the waffle to the side with the other kids, and a force pulls Michael Sarah back to stand in front of Mortimer with the other four. <laughs> All right. It is at this point that you tally your points. Uh, I think let's add some tension to it. Uh, why don't you go ahead and put your points in in our chat, our Riverside chat? Should we enter it right? Should we enter it right away, or should we do like a three, two, one, and press enter? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I guess it doesn't really matter. And I don't need to see them at the exact same time. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um. Mortimer steps off the pedestal and walks up to uh, Clara. Clara, um, I really uh, uh, appreciate that you were able to want to protect me from so much. I'm looking a little bit more for power. So unfortunately, I will not be giving you the final dead skeleton hand. Aw, that's a shame. I was well, really a pl- looking forward 
to us looking together. It was a pleasure getting to know you, and I do hope you find your your warlock at some point. Well, thank you. That means a lot, Morty. And Mortimer, and he walks away. He walks up to Michael Sarah. <laughs> um, Mr. Sarah, uh, I I've heard really great things about the the new Scott Pilgrim Netflix show. Um, not even attached I, to that anymore. I I, I kind of would like it if uh, you could keep making movies and TV shows. So unfortunately, I can't murder you. I can't give you my final skeleton hand. I I understand. Oh no, I have to go back to heaven. Oh, we, there are saltines and welches. He just starts walking away. Uh, Mortimer walks up to Srat. Srat. Sophia. It is so good to see you again. You are exactly as I remember you. Unfortunately, there's just too much history between us. And you I really don't. screwed the rat on this one, kid! <laughs> she snaps her fingers, cutting him off, pissed already. Mortimer's dad appears behind her. <laughs> she raises her hand, collar in her hand again. She hits Mortimer's dad with it and says, This one's coming with me, and you're staying right here! Snaps fingers, they're both gone. Cloud of smoke, evil laughter in the distance, sound of a dad getting hit with a collar. Off screen. <laughs> and so Mortimer walks up to Spicy Jake. So Spicy Spicy Jake. Yeah. I would very much like for you to be my patron. Granted, you can get me access to the realm of the dead. For sure, for sure, for sure. Nah, for sure. Yeah. That's the spice, and he just brings it in for a hug, Mortimer. And you definitely smell the most basic old spice deodorant (laughs) on him. For sure. Swagger. Yeah. Swagger. (laughs) Old spice swagger. That's right. Old spice swagger. The the, uh, cameras roll, the, the credits roll up, the lights fade as we see spicy jake and mortimer embracing and that is the end of i want your pact which i was gonna make this joke at the beginning i forgot they definitely get the rights to i want you back by the jackson five (laughs) the theme song i want you back (laughs) i Uh, I dig it and that that is i want your pact it is a goofy game you could definitely play it with your friends in a single night uh, that was about as stupid as I was hoping it would be. Oh my god! And I'm so I'm so happy. Um, who was the paladin? Who do you was think it spicy it was Jake? First? I had what? Who do you think it was? Oh, who do you think it was? I it think it was spicy eye. Jake. It was not. It was oh. not. no. It was the little fairy. It was Clara. <laughs> See, I, was Clara. That's, that's I. You. It was between the two of you. <laughs> um, 
it was between the two of you for sure because you kept uh, it was never about power for you it was always not power and that's close that was very good very good well uh i hope you had fun uh thank you so much for listening uh next week uh we will be back uh barring any other uh, emergencies uh steve will be back gming avatar legends um and if you enjoyed me gming which this is not typically how i gm at this is a perfect sample though (laughs) this is a you think it was a good sample it was mostly the four of you if i'm being completely honest i i my favorite part of being a gm is introducing complications and, and this this isn't designed for a ton of complications within a one shot this is just designed for the for the goofs uh but yeah i i gm uh, our scum and villainy campaign steve gms does fire me his avatar legends campaign we've got two shows please listen to us uh avatar legends at this time on tuesdays and uh the professionals which is our scum and villainy podcast on uh every other sunday we record a couple episodes um and the audio comes out every week um cool Thank you so much for listening to us. Support us on Patreon. Um, support us on Twitch. Uh, you can subscribe there. Uh, and if you are a Patreon uh, subscriber, um, we are going to be having Patreon hangouts. Uh, the first one is coming up on December 15th. We're going to be having a, a Christmas party. Uh, I'm still planning for that, figuring out what's going to make it a Christmas party. I've got a couple of fun ideas. You always got and- ideas. I always have ideas. That's my problem. I have too many ideas. I just need I need someone to help me see them through to the end. And that's none of uh, us. So if you're out there that listening. That is none of us. Yeah, if you are want to be my secretary, I would love a secretary. That would be incredible. <laughs> Can't pay you, but I can run games for you. How about that? You can appreciate Services. Exchange of service. There we go. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening to Dustfire Media. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful night and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 That is the spice. Relics of the New Republic is an Avatar Legends actual play podcast produced by Dustfire Media. As an independent production, your support helps us to continue putting out content like this. Please check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash dustfiremedia, where you can also access exclusive content, including The Forge, our Patreon-exclusive show. Dustfire Media seeks to remain family-friendly, but this is an improv storytelling game that players may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. Until next week, seek harmony. Thank you.